Welcome to the Buying a House in Japan podcast. My name's Take. And I'm Joey. And we're two friends who just quit our corporate jobs and bought a cheap house in rural Japan. The goal of this podcast is to document the highs and lows of the process while informing you of every step you need to take in order for you to do it yourself too. We're by no means experts and we're doing this for the first time, but we hope this gives you a realistic expectation if you embark on this journey yourself and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey all, I did it again. Messed up the audio quality. My bad. Uh, at least this time's a little bit better. And I promise you, third time's a charm. This episode after this, we are going to nail the audio quality down. So again, thanks if you want to listen. I totally understand if you want to pass. I promise we'll do better next time. Welcome to episode number six. We are officially 10 days in living in our new cheap abandoned house in Japan. Not new, actually. Uh, we're located in Beppu Oita. It's been a journey, to say the least, Joey. How how are we doing? We're doing good. We're starting to assimilate uh, into the neighborhood. We um, big thing happened this morning, Take. <laughs> big big thing. Uh, well, so we haven't showered yet in our house. It's honestly super super gross. Uh, so we've been kind of delaying taking showers, and it's been it's been feeling like we've been camping. Um, so again, the city is, is really well known for its hot springs. So we've been going to hot springs every other day or so, but kind of just been getting lazy. There happens to be one local community-owned center hot spring right next to us. It's been locked with a key, so we haven't been able to find out like, how to get in. But we've been seeing people come out, and I've been asking them, and finally, we, uh, we made a breakthrough. Made a breakthrough. Um, we got access. So we finally have a place to uh shower more regularly actually it's it's bigger than that too like one of the things we were looking for was some sort of onsen membership um and this is like a uh it's like a private neighborhood membership onsen um which is exactly what we wanted you go to these other onsens and you're paying 1500 yen each time uh you go almost like regardless of whether you're doing private or public onsen but um we finally have a place it's like a 2 minute walk from our house where we can get clean in the morning. It's 24 hours. Yeah. We have a key. Power up. We've officially assimilated to the neighborhood. We make some friends. Um, you know, I think I want to cover in this episode talking a little bit about how we're feeling after 10 days. You know, I, I, I feel like we've learned a lot, but it's also been quite tough. Uh, so I, I like to see like the summary that I would say is like, these houses are cheap, but they're not easy to fix and like kind of get set up. Or I don't know what we're doing, Joey, but do you kind of agree with that sentiment? Yeah, this, um, we're not in over our head. I feel like we're, it's manageable. We have a plan. Um, but yeah, to put things in perspective, like our whole bottom floor is under construction. There's, there's a big hole in the floor. There's a big hole in the floor up on the upstairs now too. Um, you need to have that, like, if you're going to be a Akia hunter and go after these cheaper properties, like you need to be prepared to be kind of living a little bit, um, camping, camping for a while. Yeah. And as a comparison point, I think since our last podcast, we went down to Miyazaki, which is in the Southern tip of this, this kind of Island, uh, to take a look at some properties. This stuff was like real far out there. No foreigners out there. We looked at one property in this, I think it was called Ichirizaki beach. It was a comparable in price about 40 K 
And holy crap, that was a nice property, Joey, right? It was really nice. Um, ready to move into, like, every, it, it was clean up, you know, it's it's not, how do I explain it? Yeah, yeah. We'll like, the video. There's a YouTube video, but high level, it was like a brand new looking construction. Uh, it had its own private access to a beach, and we were kind of just like scratching our heads a little bit like, oh, shit, we paid 40K for maybe a dump. Um I don't know. We were like, oh, shoot, should we sell our place and buy this place instead? So it was, it was a good, a good comparison point for sure. Yeah. I mean, our place is in the dump, but like you heard our first reactions or, or go and listen to that episode, our first reactions on the house. Like it was, it was, we were pretty, uh, pretty low point in, mm-hmm. in this experience here. We were kind of shocked at how, uh, such bad condition the house is in. Obviously we've been uh, putting a lot of work in and, and it's getting much more comfortable here, but yeah, just the comparison to see how far your money goes or if you, you know, you, you watch the market and you find something that is in good condition in your budget, you know, that's, it's going to be so much more of a comfortable experience. You can move in right, like really the move in readiness mm-hmm. uh, is, is a big deal. Yeah. So I think thinking about just like after 10 days of living here and doing this, it's kind of summarize Joey's first point of like it, it's it feels like you have to be open to camping and kind of living a grungy life and kind of getting your hands dirty I guess to say the least but overall I was, I was thinking I was talking to Joey about this you know I'm not sure if I would necessarily recommend what we're doing to friends we do have I think a little niche of a skill set in that we've studied abroad in Japan I'm Japanese everyone thinks I'm Japanese like we're in every time we meet someone they look at me and expect that me to speak Japanese and Joey's Japanese is better. Um, but we can read, we understand the culture. So I'm, I'm definitely rethinking. I've told a lot of friends like, Hey, you know, we bought a house for 40 K you should do it too. I would probably go back on that statement now and say, you know, you really, you really want to have to really love Japan. Right. Joey, you're kind of talking about that. Yeah. That, for me, three, yeah. Three things. I think one, you have to, uh, love Japan Two, You have to be kind of ready to, to camp, um for a little bit um uh in the house what was the third one i had a third one too i don't know you have to try to speak japanese i think you know yeah. I, I think everyone we've talked to has been very we, we say konnichiwa with a big smile to like all these elderly people and they, they love that and i think we've said it enough times that we start building kind of rapport uh versus kind of i think the american mentality of expecting people to speak english back to you i think is um would not fly here. Yeah, you got to make an effort, I think, especially in, in kind of these like Inaka countryside places. Um, or like, I mean, I wouldn't really consider us in the Inaka. Like, Beppu is a real city, but we're in a real Japanese neighborhood. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we, we paid 40K. I think an alternative to this is you can kind of pay your way through this problem. Had we bought a house that was turnkey you know like didn't have any issues was pretty well maintained i I think you a lot of this hardship you wouldn't go through and hence i guess why this place was so cheap and why there are such cheap places and that um we physically have been doing uh, hammer and nail tearing walls asking neighbors for help looking for going to the hardware store every day i don't think many people are up for us but so i guess adding on to jerry's third point if you are a big DIYer or you you want that adventure you know you have that time and energy and kind of uh desire to do it um i say this is this is totally for you and i joey we've talked like we love what we're doing right now i think it's quite fun um every day we are making 
we like to say we jokingly say power up. We you know we've we've gotten power ups here or there um, on quality of life. I'd say every day. Yeah, and that I mean actually, my that's the exciting part for me. Like that sort of like we we really started from a low point here, and then every day like the small things like the small upgrades you do. Like at first it was lighting, and then like a chair. <laughs> a chair was a big upgrade for us. Like yeah. how 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 good those like small upgrades feel mm-hmm. when you're doing this uh is really the exciting part for me and 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 that's what i like about this yeah. um and you can do it too like if you want to go the cheap uh akia route um there are these like great experiences that that come from it like those like those every power up that you get after getting a chair or you know a, a coffee mug like those kind of things it feels really good and and that's kind of why we do it but uh, if that's not for you, yeah, money money can get you out of this type of situation. You know, mm-hmm. just up your budget. Yeah, look at a place in Tokyo. That that kind of stuff can can help you avoid these situations. I would say, compared to the U.S., um, you know, the cost of entry here is makes things a lot more palatable for us. Uh, I know doing something like this in the U.S. from a cost of goods, cost of purchase, cost of labor, even, and cost of just like living cost is all. I'd say 30% higher at minimum. Um, so it is, I think this is a great testing ground to be like, hey, if this is something you're interested in, something you want to kind of like flip or DIY and, and figure out, like hammer through walls and do all these things, this is actually a great opportunity. So, but if you're expecting just to pay 40K for something that's ready and you get it, you know, launch the community, have things set up, I, I think you're, you're in for a rude awakening. <laughs> Definitely nothing is going to be set up for you. I mean, we didn't have power. We didn't have water. We didn't have gas. Um, I'm literally still afraid to use our toilets, Joey. <laughs> it's claustrophobic yeah. and it's it's a, a little scary. We haven't been in our shower slash bath uh, room mm-hmm. either. It's pretty gnarly in there. Uh, that's why we were really desperate to find uh, other places to, to get clean. Yeah, like in the cultural norms, I know we've we've said it a couple of times, but even just like sorting our trash, we don't know how to throw things away. In the U.S., you can just throw things in a garbage, black garbage in recycling, and it's never questioned. Here, it's like it's scrutinized, right? I was really hoping to see the contractor bags at the hardware store, and no, there's no, there's nothing like those those big black heavy duty contractor bags. Yeah. So we started busting down walls. We've got drywall, we've got random bits of studs or or like whatever stuff from the walls we busted down. Uh, like construction materials now that we need to get rid of. And it's just sitting outside. We're not quite sure how to get rid of it yet. We're working on that. Right after this podcast, we are going to do the dreaded cleanup, Joey. I say we do an hour of just like cardboard. You, If, if you're listening to this, you know the deal with Amazon. We like over ordered on Amazon. We got like a 10,000 pounds of cardboard, it seems like, in, in our living room that we need to figure out. In Japan, you need to like break it down and tie it up, I think. Um, but we're, we actually have cleaners coming in on Tuesday. We're paying about 500 us dollars for them just to clean the upstairs. And we've, we're going to try to finagle our way into them taking away our trash. So we're going to try to make it look like organized and nice. So it's easy for them to clean up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Easier for them. Like maybe we can get it like 80% of the way for them and then they'll be like, all right, well I'll do the last 20% for you kind of thing. Yeah. So Back to just like whether I recommend this, I I would say I don't recommend this for most of my friends, and I'm I'm pretty. I believe that most people 
can can do it, but you got to really look deep within yourself, I'd say, to be like, I want to do this versus like, hey, sheep, I've never been to Japan. I'm just going to figure out as I go. Yeah, I think that if if the cheap Akiyas excites you, you better be ready for some camping and um, you better be ready for like a lot more sort of like you got you got to really want to be here and love Japan and figure it out in the in the Japanese way. I feel like you need to have that sort of mentality to go the cheap Akiya route. Mm-hmm. You can definitely live here in Japan comfortably uh, if you just throw more money at the problem too, though. Totally. But there's also like as we get over this hump and I, I'm already kind of seeing the other side of it, Joey, like we have a gem. You know, we, this is really a diamond in the rough. Three of our rooms have ocean view. Our neighbors are awesome. It's such a quiet neighborhood. Walkability is great. Like once we're done with this, I think it's going to be banging to say the least. Yeah, it'll be very comfortable to come back here for whatever, we do, you know, however it works out in our life. Three months at a time, even yeah. a week, two weeks. Even the opportunity of like expanding or making this a business is definitely there. You know, we look at our neighbors and it's a little bit morbid, but like everyone's like 80. I think I heard a stat recently that one in 10 people in Japan are above the age of 80, which is like, I don't know what that is in the US, but that seems quite high. And I, I just looking around our neighborhood, we're probably average in age of 60, 70. What would you say, Joey? Ah. Uh... <laughs> 70 and up for sure 60s young for this neighborhood i feel like yeah old people love chatting with us here <laughs> i've been jokingly saying like we're the future of this neighborhood they've been like looking at my japanese face and being i think they, they want me to run for mayor joey that's that's my, <laughs> my sense of it um but yeah i think you know over the next if, if this works out for us there's going to be tons of opportunity i think we kind of talked to some of the neighbors and mentioned like how much we got this place for they're like woo. That's kind of expensive. And here we are like, oh, yo, that's 20 times cheaper than anything in, in California or in the U.S. Yeah, they all kind of thought it was expensive, um, which, uh, yeah, you had mentioned this earlier today that you were, you were thinking like, oh, that's good news. If pe- if other people are thinking of selling here, kind of their ex- expectations are, are are low for the value of their homes. Yeah. And from like, an, I'm honestly rethinking the Airbnb perspective, I think. There probably are not many Airbnbs. I looked up initially and there are Airbnbs, but not in this specific neighborhood. I think given how close we are to our neighbors, we're like, you know, three feet wall separation to our closest neighbor. Um, I'm a little bit worried about disrupting the neighborhood. It seems like it's a pretty peaceful place right now. So that's kind of top of mind for me, but you know, we'll keep you up to date. I feel like I do still recommend it, but again, only to people that like have been to Japan before, at least like have at least been to Japan once before. And hopefully for like an extended period of time, like maybe Diddy abroad here or like taught English or something like that. Someone who like kind of gets it a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, you know, understands the Japanese culture a little bit better. I agree with you. I think it, not to be, I say there's also a, quite a few foreigners here which just to kind of reassure you i think no matter what town you are in no matter how remote there's going to be a foreigner you know we were down in miyazaki and the guy pointed out like the australian dude's house and stuff like that so just know you're not totally going to be isolated but expect to be mostly surrounded by japanese locals and be prepared that you need to be in the mentality to assimilate and again not be that nail that sticks out which yep so all right well 
that's all from us. I think I'm feeling great. Our top floor is looking great. Mine is a couple soft spots in my room. I'm afraid I'm going to kick a hole through the wall. We are headed to Fukuoka today to meet Ziv, uh, who is our intermediary. We're quite excited. We're going to grab a drink with him, uh, talk a little bit about our, some of our real estate ideas maybe, but uh, never been to Fukuoka. Excited to see what true city life is like, even though I, I do enjoy the Beppu small vibe city. All right, over and out. <laughs>